Last week, we had the video sermon that was so well-received. Um, we had the rocket scientist and the Harvard Law graduate who teaches at Cambridge. And then, of course, me. I was the color commentary. <laughs> and my wife was like, you were like the connect the dots guy. And you were so excited and so happy to be there. You were like a kid. And I was like, I know. I was learning every minute of it. I was loving it. And uh, there was so much that we didn't use. And so I want to let you know that we want to do a bonus video up ahead. I'm just letting the tech team know that right now. So yeah, they're really excited. Yeah. Uh, we talked about quantum entanglement and how two atomic particles can be at opposite ends of the universe. Now one flips and instantaneously the other one does. And where is God in that? We talked about the theory of everything. We talked about so many different things and it just the fun, how the uh, gravity works with the other fundamental forces. I mean, it was just incredible to be able to get what was in their mind and to be able to do that. And of course, we just talked about that Colossians 1.17 really sums it all up. He is before all things, speaking of Jesus, and in him all things hold together. They all hold together. And there's a, a popular song right now that we're singing, um, uh, talking about you're the way maker. Even when I don't see it, you're working. I want to tell you, gravity is real. Even though you can't figure it out and it's holding you to this earth, God is working right now, even if you don't see it. He's holding everything together. The only reason that we can make it is because of him. And he deserves all the glory, the honor and praise. So we are going to uh, just do a, a video, bonus video, and today you are just stuck with color commentary guy. That's all you got today, all right? But we're going to look at, yeah, it's going to be like, my wife didn't even clap for that. All right, all right. But we're using gravity today as an illustration or a metaphor, really, of the forces today that hold you in your old way of life. Gravity is, is going to be symbolic of things that hold you to this earth, to the old way of life before Jesus Christ set you free. And just to make sure, you know, gravity is not a sin. In real world, gravity is not a sin. But the way I'm using it today, it's, it's the things that are holding you down, the things that are holding you back to the old sinful way of life. It's something that's keeping you from stepping into the power that God has to set you free from those things. Jesus wants you free from the power of sin in your life. That's what he wants. He wants you free from the power of sin in your life. He wants you to break the gravity of sin. And here's the deal. Jesus, the Bible says, it says, if the son sets you free, you are truly free. When Jesus sets you free from the things that held you back, from the things that separated you from God, you are truly free. It took everything he had to set you free. I mean, think the power of eternity saved you. The power of eternity hung on that cross. Jesus paid the price and it's, it's just more powerful than any other power in the universe. Nuclear power, atomic, I mean, there's nothing that even comes close to the liftoff that was achieved when Jesus died on the cross and rose again from the dead. And he has set people free. 
They talk about that a rocket is 91% explosive fuel. Did you know that when a rocket is leaving the ground, it's 91% explosive fuel, and it takes that much power to get off the ground, to get a rocket to break gravity. And I realized this, that Jesus was 100% love when he hung on that cross. It was 100% love that hung on that cross and said, I am breaking the power of sin in your life. It's a power that is so strong, the power of forgiveness. Again, it takes 7.5 million pounds of thrust to lift a rocket off the ground to break the power of gravity. And I believe this, it takes 10 billion plus pounds of forgiveness. I mean, really think about it. The, the, every man, woman, and child on this earth could come into the saving grace of Jesus Christ. He's like, I'm gonna break the power of sin and the gravity that's in your life and I'm gonna give you forgiveness. That is forgiveness power. It's incredible when we think about this and it's available to everyone. And I just wanna make sure everyone's very clear. The Bible says, for whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. The price that he paid on the cross for us, the, the power to break that sin, that, that power is available to every single person. I mean, it's like ignition sequence initiated, liftoff, we have liftoff. And when you give your life to Jesus Christ, we are celebrating at our church and we are praying for you. Whenever there's an opportunity for people at the end of service to give their life to Jesus, many times we'll ask for people to raise a hand and, and say a prayer. And we'll say, are you ready to say yes? There are people praying around this room that the power of God is real in your life and you break the power of sin. If, you've, if you said yes, yes to Jesus, the power that he has is forgiven you. And if you've never done that, if you've never said yes to Jesus, I'm praying today could be your day. Today could be your day where you could say yes to Jesus. Now, the greatest power is the power that he has to set us free. He sets us free from the power of sin and death. That's what the Bible tells us. And there's more. We can live free, we can live empowered, and we can live set free. We can live set free. We don't have to be bound to the old things that keep us tied to this earth. Gravity or sin wants to pull us back. And when you give your life to Jesus Christ, how many know that when you give your life to Jesus Christ, all of a sudden the gravity of sin starts pulling on you like never before? Things that were out of your life all of a sudden appear again and opportunities arrive and things try to pull you back from the decision that you made. But I'm saying stay true to the decision that you made for Jesus Christ. Break the power of gravity that wants to hold you to this earth. I think about the parable in Matthew uh, chapter 13, where Jesus is talking about the word of God going forth and it's, it's being sown into different types of soil. It's being sown into different types. And it says some of the, the word of God was sown into a, a, a hard path. And it said it didn't go anywhere. It's like it died. It's like gravity just pulled it down. So there was other seed that fell in rocky places and it, it grew a little bit, but it said something pulled it back down and killed it, pulled it back down. And the, the gravity of sin, the trouble and persecution just pulled it down. He talked about the word of God going forth in some people's lives and, and falling on thorny ground. Like, and then it got choked out. It got choked out by the worries of life or the, the deceitfulness of wealth. It just got choked out and pulled back down. But he said, there's good ground. 
There's good ground that produces a crop that gravity did not win. The word of God came in there and it grew and it flourished. And I'm telling you right now, you were made to flourish. When you break the power of gravity, when Jesus forgives you, he sets you free. And then he says, now live free, live in this new power and break the power of gravity that wants to hold you down. Now, a lot of times I use illustrations from my own life about living the Christian life. And recently I had somebody criticize me. They said, Pastor Rob, like you use these illustrations and it's like, it just looks like your life is practically perfect. And they said, I'm really struggling here. I mean, you need grittier illustrations, you know? They said, like, the gravity of sin is pulling me down. And it feels like, you know, you got perfect mom and perfect wife, perfect. Okay, I can tell you right now, they're not perfect, all right? I was going to tell you, all right? And my wife would say, he's not perfect either, all right? But I will tell you this, I've broken a lot of the gravitational pull of this world. Jesus set me free from the gravity of sin and he set me free. And just like you, I received that grace. And then I started walking with Jesus and I started to break the gravitational pull that I'll talk about in a few minutes. And as I broke the gravitational pull of those areas, I flew a little higher for God and a little higher for God and a little higher for God. And it almost feels weightless, if you will, in some areas of my life because I've been able to have the victory in those areas and I've won those battles. And the power of God has given me new tools to overcome those things that hold you down or hold others down. And so in my life, it's as if I'm floating, if you will, in what appears to be zero gravity, but there's always a, a gravitational pull to come back. But what appears to be zero gravity, and it's like we, I've broken those things. And many of you know that you've been walking with Jesus for many, many years. And you know, like, man, I've broken the power of that. And it doesn't pull me down anymore. But somebody next to you is like, this one's pulling me down. This one's pulling me down. I hope that you're encouraged when you see somebody that's broken the gravitational pull of what you're struggling in. Uh, I hope you wouldn't want your pastor to be like, well, it got me again. Struggling, crash landing, you know. I mean, but I'm telling you right now, and when you, when you live this way, when you break free, when you yield, when you renew your mind, when you confess your sins, when you live in faith, when you have new alignment, when you have new habits in your life, all of a sudden it feels in some areas as if it's weightlessness. It feels as if you're moving forward and God's just smiling on you and there's a favor that's there because the things that once held you down don't hold you anymore. And it's, I'm, I'm praying for everyone here, whether you're saying use grittier illustrations, show the struggle. Hey, I'm telling you right now, God wants to give you the power to break free from those things that are holding you back. I want faith to rise up in everyone's life right now and for you to realize God wants to give you the power to break free from those things. Those things don't have to hold you back. You don't have to say, well, that's been in my family for decades and generation after generation, God's power can set you free today. And what used to hold your family back will feel like weightlessness. If you agree with that, come on, give God praise. He's going to give you your breakthrough. Good spiritual habits put us in the path of God's grace and position us for favor. I mean, Galatians 6, 8 talks about whoever sows to please their flesh from their flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the spirit from the spirit will reap eternal life. 
And I look at it this way. Many of the gravitational pulls, I, I no longer sow to the flesh. I sow to the Spirit. And so I'm reaping things from the Spirit. I'm reaping things from living in the power that God gives me to break free. And I want you to do the same. Because I believe this. Jesus broke us free from the guilt of sin. You know, you were guilty. I was guilty. But he also broke us free from its power. He broke us, he, he gave us the ability to say the power of sin doesn't have dominion over me anymore. I don't have to live under the tyranny of sin. I, I don't have to live in the bondage of sin. I've been set free. Not only have I been forgiven, but I've been empowered to break free from the gravity of sin and live a victorious life in Jesus Christ. That's what you've been given. Now, there are common forces that hold you down, and I'll look at a few, and it, it, all of us, you know, we just are human, and we live this way, and how many know for many of us, you know, like Jesus sets us free from sin, and then it feels like those old habits, it's like we're like those rockets that go up and go, and how many know, it's like, I'm going to live victorious, and we just crash, and we're like, I, I feel like the rocket fail video, that's my life. I want to tell you, there's the ability to break free and you don't have to live that way. You can live an abundant life. 1 John 4, 4 says this, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Greater is he that's in you than the gravitational pull that wants to pull you down to this world and you have the ability to live in freedom. Now, I don't want to miss it and I want to insert this now so I don't miss it and I want to make sure everybody hears this. This is why we do the ministry called Freedom Ministry. This is why we do this as a church. And you can see, you can sign up for it by going to our website, just rivervalley.org. You can go there and you can sign up for Freedom. It's coming up November 15th and 16th at our Shakopee campus. We're combining forces as all the campuses come into that location. You, you can find freedom. You can find the ability. You say, I, I've given my life to Jesus, but there are things that in my life, it just feels like, it feels like it just pulls me. I want liftoff. I want victory over this area. I want to live in freedom. I want, to, I want to break free so little puffs of air can change my destiny instead of thousands of pounds of rocket fuel to break free from this. And so you can sign up for this. And I wish everyone would go through it. And some of you, well, I don't need freedom. Well, you need to move forward. You need liftoff. You need greater power, all right? I would just encourage everyone, really, seriously, freedom and going to our Holy Spirit retreat. Those are the things that help you move forward. But don't miss, freedom is a way for you to say, God, I want to break free of these things that are in my life. Some of the things that hold you down to this earth are lying, fear. Some of you have abuse in your life. And I want to speak in Jesus' name. Abuse can be broken over your family in Jesus' name. It does not have authority. It does not have dominion over your life. You do not have to use physical violence. It is wrong to use that. You could find freedom in Jesus Christ. You could find freedom through counseling and help, and you could find freedom from that. That does not have to stay in your life anymore. Yeah. Worry, let me hit that. For so many, you say, well, I don't have those other things, but worry hits so many people. It's a gravitational force, if you will, that holds us back from doing all that God wants us to do. In Matthew 6, 25, Jesus says, Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life. What you'll eat or drink or about your body, what you'll wear, is not life more important than food and the body more than clothes? Jesus said, don't worry. 
Worry's gonna hold you down from the life that I want you to live. Worry's gonna be like a gravitational force that's going to pull you down from the abundant life that God wants you to live. According to Psychology Today, they said this, worry steals your energy. It fatigues your muscles and body. It gives you aches and pains. It makes you vulnerable to stress. It interferes with your sleep. It messes with your appetite. That is a gravitational pull that is trying to keep you from living the abundant life that Jesus has for you. And he told you, don't worry. Don't worry. He said, I've got this. God is taking care of you. He said, God sees when a bird falls to the ground. I mean, every year when we go out, we kind of winterize the house and we're going around. All of a sudden I look and I see a dead bird. You know, I'm like, don't, why do they fly into the window? Lord, you saw this one too, you know, not guilty. He did it on his own, you know, didn't kill him, you know. I mean, he sees that. He sees the bird that fall. He said, I know the numbers of hair on your head. He, he's really good at subtraction for many of us. It's just subtracting, it's subtracting. I saw a guy the other day, he was totally bald. And he said, yeah, I got the wavy hair in the family. I was like, what? He goes, it waved goodbye. I was like, ah, oh, that's good. Oh, that's good, that's good. Jesus said, don't worry. Worry is gonna tear you down. Worry is gonna keep you from living the life that God wants you to live. And he said, break the power of worry in your life. He said, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you as well. Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. I speak to worry in Jesus' name right now. If you are filled with worry, you are filled with fear. There's victory in Jesus' name. You do not have to worry. You need to listen to what the liftoff power of Jesus says over your life and not the gravitational pull of worry. There's another thing that holds us back though. And you gotta break this. You gotta break the gravitational pull of old friends. You say yes to Jesus and all of a sudden old friends wanna pull you back. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 15, do not be misled, bad company corrupts good character. It talks about the people you hang out with. It talks about the people that you do life with, that they could pull you down and God's power wants to set you free. First Peter chapter four says this, we just read it not long ago in our soap reading, our scripture observation application prayer. It says, you have already lived long enough like people who don't know God. You were immoral and followed your evil desires. You went around drinking and partying and carrying on. In fact, you even worshiped disgusting idols. Now your former friends wonder why you've stopped running around with them and they curse you for it. When the power of God sets you free and breaks the power of gravity and sin in your life, all of a sudden old friends are trying to pull you down. They're trying to pull you back. They're even angry at you because you're not living in the same gravitational pull that they are. And there's a challenge there. You've got to reach out to some and you've got to run away from others. Really, it's true. If they are pulling you down, you've got to run away and get charged up until you're strong enough to reach out to them. And God has you in their life for a reason, but sometimes they are going to pull you down with the gravitational pull. Augustine was an early church father. And when he gave his life to Jesus Christ, when he finally gave his life to Jesus Christ after living an immoral life, he's living an immoral life and then he gives his life to Jesus, he's walking down the street and all of a sudden he sees one of his mistresses and he turns around and starts walking the other way. 
And she said, Augustine, it is I. And he said, I know, but it's not I anymore. And he started walking the other way. He realized I can't reach out to her. I got to run away from her. And there are some friends you got to reach out to and others you need to run away from. And I pray that as you run away, you get strengthened up again and then you can reach out to them. But you have to break the gravitational pull of friends. And I want to speak especially to teenagers, 20-somethings, college students, young adults, our 20-plus ministry. UCLA did a, a, a survey recently in 2016 and they took Instagram and they showed pictures to a bunch of people and they said, look at these pictures, do you like it? And if it had a lot of likes, they said, yes, I like it. If it didn't have a lot of likes, they said, no, nah, I don't like it that much. And it went way down because it didn't have likes and the pressure of likes caused them to say, yes, I like that. Then they showed them pictures that they had posted and they inflated the number of likes that people had and they were monitoring the brain and they showed that the brains just uh, it reinforced that pleasure sensor in the brain. And it was saying, wow, you like this. The reward center was activated and it was saying, this is good. People like your post. You should feel good about this. And all of a sudden the pressure of having likes some of you are ruining your life, your life because of the pressure of likes. You post things you shouldn't post. You get too risque and you're trying to get people to like. You're trying to get people to approve of your life and your gravity is pulling you back to this earth. And God's saying you were made for more than this. You were made to live not wondering if they like it, but wondering if he likes it. And say, God, if you're smiling, I'm happy. I'm looking for one like in my life, him liking it. God paid too much for you to stay stuck in the gravitational pull of wrong friends. And you just, that's why parents are speaking to teenagers. I don't like who you're hanging out with. I don't like who you're dating. I don't like, uh, you're just, because you see the gravitational pull. And we understand how much Christ paid for you. We understand how much we love you. And we're praying for you to break that gravitational pull. Reach out to all of them. Run away from some. And once you've run away and got strong, reach out in strength. And if you ever are tempted by old friends, run away and step away again. Because they want to pull you down. Another thing would be addictions. I thank God that I never had to deal with a life-controlling addiction, but God asked me to start a, a ministry here that we did for many, many years, helping people to break free from life-controlling addictions. Right now, 15.1 million Americans have an alcohol problem right now. 15.1 million people right now have a problem with alcohol in their life, and that addiction is a gravitational pull that is taking them down. Every day in America, 130 people are dying from the opioid overdose right now. The opiate problem is, is terrible in our country, and we don't even see it. 130 people a day dying from this gravitational pull that is pulling people to the grave. Life-controlling addiction of pornography where people can't have a, a fulfilled marriage, where they can't have a fulfilled life. They live in guilt and shame with a life-controlling addiction, no matter how hard they try to break that. But God has the power to set people free. Some people, it's instantaneous. I mean, they pray and they, God, take away this drug or alcohol use in my life and instantaneously they are healed. And I thank God for the people that are instantaneously healed by the power of God. But there are other people, they, they are, are praying and they ask God for help and God gives them help. 
He gives them help with a plan and with his word and with other believers that help them to break free from these things. And I thank God for ministries like Every Man's Battle and Celebrate Recovery. And I thank God for different counselors that help people get set free because we're in this together. And we're all helping people to break the gravitational pull of of life-controlling addictions. And if you have a life-controlling addiction, again, I wanna speak to you right now. It's time for you to come clean. It's time for you to understand that, that God loves you too much for you to stay stuck there. And we're pulling for you. We're not judging people that are having those addictions. We are pulling for you. We are asking God to help you to break free. We'd love for it to be instantaneous, but many times it's in a process. And don't get mad because it's a process. Let the struggle make you stronger and let other people help you break the gravitational pull that holds you back in those addictions. But again, I just feel so strong. Just because your mom or dad was an alcoholic doesn't mean you have to be. Just because your family has drug abuse in the past, you don't have to be addicted to drugs. It's a lie that you have to stay addicted to that porn. You don't have to stay addicted. Jesus Christ has the power to set people free. He breaks the power of gravity. You were meant to live free. I pray you have the courage to find help. And God gives us the power. He doesn't say you have to do it on your own. He says this in Ezekiel 36, he says, I'll give you a new heart, put a new spirit in you. I'll remove the stone heart from your body and replace it with a heart that's God-willed, not self-willed. Before you knew God, your heart, man, your heart was stony, your heart was hard. And the gravitational pull on your life, it was down always. It was down. Every time you tried to have liftoff, it is down. And God says this, that heart, that heart is not going to make it. That's a downward heart. The gravitational pull of sin in the old heart, it was stony. It was rocky. It was hard. But he says, you know what I've done for you now? He said, I put a new heart in you. I put a new spirit in you. And he says, you know what? I have a liftoff heart for you. Come on. He says, I have a liftoff heart for you. Romans 6.14 says this, for sin shall no longer be your master because you're not under the law, but under grace. God said, I got liftoff for you. Romans 8.2 says, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. There's liftoff in your life. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says this, it says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old is gone, the new is here. Come on, there's liftoff. How many can testify there's liftoff going on? 1 Corinthians 15, 57 says, but thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And he says, guess what? There's liftoff. There's liftoff. There's a new heart that he places in you, new power in you. You're not doing it in your own strength. You're doing it in the power of the Holy Spirit. And he's given you the power to break free in Jesus' name. Do you believe that? If you believe that, come on, let's give God praise here and at all of our campuses. Thank you, God. You give us a new heart. You give us the power to have liftoff, to have a break-free life, Lord. 
And I pray right now that we would live that way. We don't have to live by the power of gravity holding us back, the power of sin holding us back. You have given us the power to live a new life in Jesus' name. And I pray right now, right now, I pray for every Christian that is here, that they are gonna live in the power of the Holy Spirit, breaking free. Many of them are gonna go to freedom encounter. They're gonna say, God, I need more tools to break the life controlling things that have held me down. I pray right now for freedom to fall in their life, for victory to be there. You have called them to live an abundant life and not a life that's stuck to this earth and the things of this earth. And so God, for every Christian here, I pray that. In just a moment, God, campus pastors will be sharing a way for everyone to be set free and to have the power of God break the power of sin over their life. But right now I'm praying for Christians and I'm asking that they would see hope they would see a future, they would see breakthrough. I prayed that the story that was in my life where my mom and dad had alcohol in their life and there was problems that were there, but now we've lived problem-free in that area in Jesus' name. I'm praying where there was abuse in our life, where my grandfather inflicted abuse on our family, then my mom and dad found Jesus and now we are living in the grace of God. There's a new future, there's little puffs of air right now because the hard work was done and I'm praying for families families, that people would have the boldness to step out in faith and say, the hard work will be done. I will change the story in my family. I will let the grace of God break the gravitational pull on my life. I won't just be happy to be saved from the power of sin. I'll be saved from the effects of sin, the gravitational pull of sin, and I will live a victorious life in Jesus' name. I'm praying that, I'm believing that, and I'm asking for faith to rise up in our church. We were meant to live at higher levels. And God, as we do, I pray that we'd rescue people that need to be broken from the power of the gravity of sin. We would have the strength to go back into old arenas and be able to witness and to stand true and to reach out because the power of God has set us free. And I thank you that every single Christian here can live in that victory here at all of our campuses. We believe that, we stand on that, we give you the glory, the honor and the praise. We will live in victory. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen.